Hello! I promised you an update when I found out who built the A-frame cabins, and I have! A wonderful listener named Allison wrote in and connected me with a document that gave me that answer, and a little more. It's an environmental impact study of the stretch of land between Bremerton and Gorst when they were assessing whether or not to make improvements to the highway in the 1990s. The cottages were called Terrace Park Apartments at the time, not Comstock Cabins. Uh, this name hadn't even crossed my radar, and it's funny, I think I was so deep looking into the past, I didn't really consider looking into what might have been going on with those cabins in the 1990s. So the mysterious figure who built the cabins is a gentleman named Paul Ford. He was an engineer by trade, and he started building the cabins from local materials that he could freely gather during the Great Depression. He intended to rent them out to make some extra money, and they were also a project to help keep him busy when there wasn't any work. He had help from his son and some nephews. His son Tom was interviewed in 1993 specifically for this study. Uh, there's a lot of talk in here about the cabins being eligible to add to the National Register of Historic Places, but it obviously never happened if they're getting torn down. I checked both the National Register and the State Register. Nada. There were originally 11 units, but only 9 units were standing when the survey was conducted, and Unit G, the largest cabin, was disincluded from eligibility because significant changes had been made to that cabin. Cabins A through E, which were in that front building altogether, are now torn down, so that only leaves cabins F, H, and I who might be eligible, but asterisk, that assessment was 30 years ago, and if they haven't been kept up, it's possible that none of them would qualify for the National Register now. There are some old Kitsapson articles about the highway proposal. Uh, the owner of the cabins at the time says they'd rather see the cabins torn down if the freeway goes in. Uh, the mayor is quoted saying that there's no public outcry about the cabins, and I guess that the champion of the cabins, it's the Federal Highway Administration. Some of the proposed changes had the cabins being torn down in favor of widening the road, but they escaped destruction because it was slightly cheaper and faster to reroute the highway plan around them rather than demolish them. It's wild to think in the very same years that I was tucked into a church van rattling down the road, daydreaming about those cabins, they were so very close to destruction because no one cared about them. Mr. Ford called the style of his cabins Northwest A-frame and sought to build the cabins not just in nature but to be part of the natural landscape and with the natural local materials. He chose the name Terrace Park himself, so that's the name I'll be using for them from now on. It turns out that after the Terrace Park cabins, he actually built other A-frames on the peninsula. He built an A-framed schoolhouse in Belfair that was called the Chalet School, and a place in Union called the Robin Hood Lodge. The Chalet School stood from 1936 to 1971 and was torn down, but I found a website for the Robin Hood Lodge. It's still there. There's a variety of different style cabins there, but the restaurant building is a dead ringer for the Terrace Park cabins. 
I'll put a link down below in case anyone wants to have a look. I also read that he may have built a cabin in South Kitsap on the water somewhere, but was I was unable to locate or validate that one. It might be a private residence. And you know, there are also some A-frame cabins that I've been to down in Holly. I wonder if those might be related. I tried to use Google Maps uh, to show you the cabins I'm thinking of, but it turns out even Google Maps didn't feel like taking the drive all the way down to Holly. The street view cameras stop on Seabeck Holly Road before you get to Holly View Drive. I guess I can't blame them. That's a long, long drive. After the Depression, Paul Ford went on to work as an engineer in the shipyard during World War II. Afterward, he moved to Bellevue and worked on many other buildings and engineering projects. He spent his last years building fiberglass boats on Lake Union and passed away in 1955. There's so much more I could say about him. It sounds like Paul Ford lived a fascinating life. So if you'd like to read more about him, there will be a link to the environmental impact statement in the transcript, which includes the interview with his son. Um, but be warned, this is a hefty document. We're talking 400 plus pages. So uh, be prepared to use your control F function, your find function. I would also like to say, like, I never knew a government document like this one could be so thoughtful. It has the things you would expect, like uh, maps of proposed routes and studies on air and water quality and noise pollution and traffic relief. You know, but they also took the time to interview Tom Ford personally about the cabins that his father built. There are documents about an archaeological shell midden site that must be preserved, and correspondence with the Suquamish peoples about the possible impact of the highway on the marine life and their right to fish granted to them by the Treaty of Point Elliot. I think a lot of love and care went into this document. And then lastly, I wanted to give you a quick update on the state of the pod. I had a long dark period over the holidays. I'm still figuring out the best way to organize my time and conduct my research and get my recording done when the house is quiet. So thank you for staying with me as I learn. And I'm optimistic that things will get easier as I settle into a routine and, you know, libraries and the historical society and things like that start to reopen. For now, I'm going to stick with a monthly schedule and a Monday release date. I promise you I've been working quietly behind the scenes with my big stack of old books and my big cup of coffee. Thank you to everyone who has sent me messages and emails. I'm so glad to hear that there are other folks out there who are just as interested in this quirky town as I am. Uh, stay tuned for more. Next up, I'm going to cover the Erlen's Point Massacre, also known as the Hammer Murders gonna get some of that true crime vibe going did you ever live in the terrace park apartments or maybe attend the belfair chalet school maybe you've paid a visit to the robin hood lodge if so i would love to hear from you they sound like fascinating and beautiful places to have been do you have questions about bremerton and its history if so i'd also like to hear them drop me a line and let me know uh, we're on all of the usual social media as at Bremelore. And if you want to learn more, don't forget to subscribe. Bye.